Keisha was supposed to announce a plan yesterday regarding what high school sports will look like in the fall for Kansas. But Governor Laura Kelly threw a curveball earlier in the week, catching Keisha as well as high school coaches off guard. Now Keisha goes back to the drawing board, and Troy head coach, head football coach Derek Jasper, he sat down with me to discuss what this means for his team as well as other teams across the state. Us over here on this side of the river, we really got a, a big punch in the gut there a couple days ago when our governor came out and said that we won't open schools until after Labor Day. Um, now for us, we, ha we have a shortened calendar anyway. We were not starting school until August 28th. So for Troy, that's only going to be, what, seven, six, seven days there that, you know, we weren't. But a lot of schools over here in Kansas would be starting mid-August. So for some of them, you're talking about three weeks of, the, of their school time missing. And from what we're hearing is you still have to, you still need to meet the required minutes for, for the year, minutes and hours. So that was a big punch in the gut for us a couple days ago. And Keisha, our, our state high school activities association, was supposed to come out with a big announcement and all the guidelines today. Um, and so what I think happened was, is not only did the governor's announcement catch all of us teachers, and administrators, coaches off guard, I think it also caught Keisha off guard because several hours after the governor's announcement, they put, posted a statement that they would be delaying their announcement and wouldn't be able to announce it this Friday. So in my speculation, and this could be right or wrong, but I think today, without that governor's announcement, Keisha was going to come out and say, let's go full steam ahead as planned. Well, here are the guidelines. Here are the limitations. Let's start practice on time, which is Monday, August 17th. Let's have our jamborees, which is Friday, August 28th. Let's start our season on Friday, September 4th with our opener in week one. And I, I think there was going to be, yes, guidelines and limitations for everything to do with that. And, you know, they were going to address what happens if a player has it and has COVID and what do you do about that next week's opponent. But I think they really got knocked backwards, too, like a bunch of us with the governor's announcement about not starting school until after Labor Day, because now they're going to delay their announcement and kind of go back to the drawing board. So kind of like we have been for since March 13, which was our last day of school in the spring, it's everything changes daily. Um, you never know what's coming and you kind of have to be prepared for everything. But I think us as teachers and coaches are probably some of the most flexible people as far as adapting to changes and things. But when we do kind of need answers now, I mean, we're getting to the point where uh, we, our football camp was, is starting August 10. We need to have some answers on what's going to happen when school starts and practice starts and I mean, I, I want to play football, and I, I mean, I want to do in-person school, but if the people that are a lot smarter than me say we can't do that, then I just want to try to figure out the best plan possible to at least get a season. And if that means moving to the spring, that would be difficult for our kids in our small schools to move football to the spring. And like I've heard some, start basketball in January, go right into football, try to get it done, and then do – baseball and track kind of all and even go into the summer with those but we've got a lot of three and even four sport kids that that would be a load to do in in six months so I mean anything any we'll do anything to play but I think some of that also needs to be taken into consideration I, I think about some of our kids that if we take away football from them some of our seniors and this is probably we're probably not the only town that has this has this has this uh, scenario 
is if they tell some of our seniors that you're not going to be able to play football in the fall, I can see some of our kids not coming back to school and say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and start my farming. You know, they, they know what they're going to do with their life after school anyway. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and do, go into my electricity school. I'm going to go ahead and do HVAC, whatever, because, you know, some of our unfortunately I know that should not be the reason to stay in school, but some of our kids stay in school just for sports. Some of our kids keep their grades up just to be eligible for sports. And if we take sports away, I think we could see some of that hit some of our small towns. And you talk about teachers and coaches being flexible and kind of, kind of adjusting to things. You guys have done that since March 13. How have you guys maybe changed what you guys do with kids, maybe even from that emotional, mental side of things, of just kind of being there, like you said. I mean, some of these guys may just say, if we're not playing, what, what am I doing at this point? I mean, how much have you guys had to kind of, I guess, I don't, I don't want to say be counselors, but, I mean, be there for the kids more just because there's been so much unknown, so much we don't know what they're going to be able to do. We have, and, that, and that's a big thing about sports and, and seeing our kids every day is you can recognize some of the social and emotional problems that may be going on. And in our field, we always think about the physical side and a little bit the mental side, you know, we've got to be doing this. But it was so important for us as coaches and PE teachers during the spring to at least see our kids on Zoom every day so they could see our face instead of just sending home workouts. So... I would still Zoom with our kids three or four times a week um, during COVID, and it, it would just be to explain the workout and say, hey, how's it going, and then go get going. And, you know, that this summer we've adapted a little bit by doing a lot more stuff outside, and I think everybody's following that same program. And there's been some positives to that too. Um, and I think what's really important, we've had, and, you know, we're a small school, we're going to have 28 kids out for football, and we've had 24 kids showing up at our workouts at a 95% attendance rate this summer. And I think everybody would echo this is that they were wanting some normalcy back after the spring we had. So our attendance has been better. Our, our work has been better because they, you know, were maybe taking some things for granted until they were stuck at home pretty much half of that second semester of school and last school year. So I think some of those things have changed. I think our sports and things are so important because we've got to get, video game controllers out of these kids hands for a while we got to get cell phones out of these kids hands for a while they need to do some things with each other and in person and i think that's what's so crucial about sports is not only is it a physical thing and a comp competition thing but it's also good for our uh, emotional status and and just some of our social issues and and you know being on a team and having that kind of teamwork and chemistry and being around other people and I think that's why we're all pushing for sports to go on as normal. You know, even if we don't have school, a lot of our Kansas coaches are saying we should still have sports. So um, it's going to be an interesting deal and it's, it's changing daily and we'll just sit here and wait for the next decision. But as of right now, the governor's order is still uh, hasn't been passed so far. So we're going to keep going uh, full steam ahead with our weight room workouts and stuff this summer. I know several schools around the area have completely shut down after the governor's announcements a couple days ago, but until they tell us that it's uh, a final deal, we will keep doing our weight room workouts and stuff as we have been. And, and we've been doing a good job with that, breaking it into smaller groups and, 
and doing a good job of disinfecting and cleaning and keeping kids apart. So um, we've had a lot of kids in this summer, like I said, and, and don't have any known cases that I know of yet. So, so far so good. But um, that announcement by the governor definitely heard on Wednesday and, and on what we were going to do. We were, you know, you hear, hear at all the colleges wanting to start early and get done before Thanksgiving. And I thought, well, maybe we're pushing more towards that. Maybe we move up the season a little bit. And then now just to kind of do a complete 180, now we're delaying the start of school. And uh, I don't know, it's just something that, uh, like I say, I, I have total respect for all the powers to be making the decisions. They're in a no-win situation. There's no way they can please everybody. It's kind of like coaching and teaching. You're not going to please everyone. You just you just can't. And that's the same way with our our, our officials and our elected officials right now. But they've got, like I say, hopefully they've got some smart people advising them on what to do. But sometimes a little bit of common sense, like from us coaches saying how important sports is, uh, they need to hear some of those comments also. I know for a, a lot of these conversations, I, I've talked to some high school kids, mostly it's been coaches, mostly it's been administrators. But I, I think, and I'm guilty of this too, is we all kind of talk about what the high school kids want or what they should need. And this is for officials, elected officials, whoever it is. How much have you seen from them or what they've told you about their understanding of what's going on and how much they still want to be here? Because we, I mean, they're not dumb. They, they know the pandemic. They know what's going on. How, how much have you kind of seen them understand it, but also like we want to do things. I mean, we, we get it, but we also want to be out too. It's, I guess yes. both, both sides. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, we while while we're in our workout sessions um, for summer conditioning, our coaches we do a great job keeping these kids apart. And then as soon as we turn them loose, they're all huddled around looking at someone's phone. Um, so they're doing normal kid stuff on the weekends, most of them. And I think that goes back kind of to a parental choice too. Uh, how do you feel about it as a parent? Are you letting your kids go out and hang out with other kids? Or you know, and, and then maybe that's the way it should be for school and sports also. Put put that decision, that responsibility back on the parents to make a decision. We, we told them that before summer conditioning. We said, you know, we're not going to hold it against a kid. These are volunteer voluntary workouts, you know, and, you know, they know they're supposed to be there to get ready for football season. But the bottom line is it's still on a voluntary basis. So if your parent doesn't want you here or if your parent wants you wearing a mask, then let's do that and, and kind of respect our parents' decisions also. And, you know, I know we've sent out surveys to parents from the schools about how they feel about certain issues, but our kids, I mean, I think the only thing they really think about right now is they just want to play football. And of course, football is not more important than school, but they're more worried about playing football than what school is going to look like right now. So, and especially for our seniors, I think they're probably the most concerned group because they're, looking at the fact that, oh, we might miss, we might lose our, our senior football season. And I know we had some seniors in the class of 2020 lose their spring seasons, and that was heartbreaking. And I thought hopefully that'd be the last class that would have to go through this, but it looks like the class of 2021 might also face some challenges in trying to get all their sports in. This is probably going down the rabbit hole a little bit uh, here. And I've seen information. We've all probably all we've both probably seen the same information. Is you talk about pushing school back? I mean, it's going back and trying to college is trying to be done by Thanksgiving. 
there could potentially be, I guess when Kesha's trying to figure out what to do now is if we want to get everything done before we get to the winter months where the information about the virus we've gotten before says there could be other issues once, once we get back to winter, we don't know. But that could also, I guess, limit what Kesha can do, right? Just if there is concern on the back end of the winter months too, if football is pushed back however many weeks because of school being pushed back too. Absolutely. Uh, if you would have asked me a month ago, I would have told you that our basketball season is going to be in more jeopardy than our football season. Because even the last couple of years, we've had such bad flu epidemics here in, in Donovan County that we've let school out, you know, a few days before Christmas break, just to get everything done. We've missed basketball games. So if, if we have a second or two and a half or third wave, whatever you want to call it of COVID at that same time of flu season, I really thought that's what I was really concerned about was our basketball season. And now with this, with the pushback of school starting, and if we can't start practice till after Labor Day, it's just going to look very different. It, I have no clue what, what they're going to do. I really don't. Um, I'm sure Keisha had a good plan in mind until, until the, the governor did push back our school start. So I think they're back to the drawing board. I think they'll listen to coaches. Our Kansas Football Coaches Association has a pretty good voice with Keisha. Um, but I, I, like I say, in the small schools, it's going to be hard to push everything back to 2021 and try to play all the seasons. Um, after Christmas break, it, there's just too many kids that would be involved in too many things. And is it doable? It, it probably could be. Do we need to shorten our season this fall, play district games, but still you're going to have the, the, the things come up of what if someone gets COVID and that week and you can't play that week or you can't make up that district game? How are you going to decide playoffs? There's just so many things up in the air right now that are going to have to be decided. And, and frankly, we're kind of running out of time. So Keisha certainly has a tough job uh, trying to come up with the guidelines and things to go forward uh, if, if we can't start until after Labor Day. And Coach, final question I, I have for you, and this kind of goes back to the, the role that, you know, coaches and teachers have been playing besides just coaching and teaching. What, what is the biggest thing that you, you guys can do right now when there's more questions for these kids and answers of, when football will start, when school is going to start, I guess, what's the biggest thing that you guys can do to help them, I guess, continue kind of looking for, looking forward to everything, hopefully coming back here soon. Yeah, I think we just continue to, to have a relationship with them and talk with them about it. Kids are pretty resilient on a lot of things. Sometimes our kids handle things better than some of our adults do as far as, you know, working things out and working through things. But there's always those kids that just really do need, to see people every day and don't want to be stuck at home. Um, it's just a whole different ball game. And we went through that this last spring. And I think even though, even though the zoom meetings and the zoom teaching, we did the best we could, it's just not the best way to see kids every day and have a relationship with them. Uh, looking at each other, like we are right now on, on a computer, I would have loved to have invited you over to have lunch with me today and talk this over in person, but that's just not the world we're going to live in anymore right now for the time being. So I think just continuing to have communication with our kids. I, I, I text our kids daily almost about what's going on in the weight room, what's going on this summer. And so that's a good thing, just having those relationships. And, you know, some of them that need a little bit more, you have to show a little bit more love and care to. And 
you usually know who those people are when you've been coaching them and, and, and been teaching them for, for a while. So our, our kids are resilient, but I think even as much as some of them say they don't, they don't like school, I think most of them, the majority of them would be all for going back to a little bit of normal stuff this fall. Keisha did release a statement regarding Laura Kelly's announcement earlier this week, and they have no timetable as of now of when the future plan will be released.